Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm joined by my bud, Dave. Hey. So, Dave. So, Lou. I have a question for you. Shoot. What are your thoughts on the Power Rangers? Are you a fan? Of course. Um... Power Rangers were a certainly a staple in this household when I come home from school. So this aired in 94, right? I think yep. 94 is the original air date. So I'd be 11. So I don't know, like the end of elementary school, beginning of middle school, I would say. Mm-hmm. I was watching this. And yeah, uh, honestly, I have like I have very vivid memories of watching Power Rangers you know, in my living room. So we used to have this really ugly green carpet in my living room. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of like, I don't think it was like a shag carpet. It was just kind of like a short, I don't know what the other term is, but it was like this really gross. We had wood paneling. We had a green carpet. It was, it was a, a you know, product of its time. But um, yeah, I, uh, I have, I, I love the Power Rangers and, you know, I was, I was doing some research, uh, yesterday for this episode. Um, it's actually a rip off from Super Sentai. Yes. And I remember, I have seen things from this. Like, I don't know if as a kid, like as a kid, obviously I didn't know that this was a rip off from that, but like, and like through time, like, I'd be like, oh, that looks like Power Rangers. And obviously it makes sense that they ripped it off from Super Sentai. Yeah. So I've always been a big fan of the whole over-exaggerated person in a rubber suit, jumping around, <laughs> flying around, fighting, um, you know, giant monsters like kaijus and stuff like that. Like, I've always really enjoyed it. I love the Giver movies. Uh, there's a Japanese movie called Kibakichi, which is kind of similar, where it's just a whole bunch of, like, feudal japan like demons and monsters and giant suits running around and just like fucking flying and like once Mm -hmm. you like when they get hit they literally are on like you know like cables being like like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) tugged back at like 50 miles an hour like i've always loved that stuff um you know there's like this surreal quality to it that always dragged me in and like I said, when I used to watch Power Rangers after school, like that's exactly what it did. Yeah. And it's just captivating. The, the fucking theme song is sick. <laughs> and watching this, you know, watching this at 38 years old, it still gives me the same feeling. So that's those are my thoughts on the Power Rangers. What about you? <laughs> Yeah, just like you, I was a Power Rangers fan. I have a weird relationship with the Power Rangers because... I feel like when the first, I was really into like that first iteration of the Power Rangers. Like I remember, vividly remember, I forget what age I was. I don't know if I was nine or 10. I had a Power Rangers birthday party and and I remember my mother getting me uh, a cake and sticking the like five original power ranger like figures right on the cake which was amazing amazing and then like paper cups and plates with the power rangers on it and like these hats that you could wear that that looked like their helmets and i have pictures of this that if i can find them i might post up you know on our instagram page and stuff but i was a fan but what's funny about power rangers like with me personally is i remember when i stopped watching it 
vividly. Like, I remember the last season I watched, and that was when they turned into kids and, like, aliens took over as, like, the Power Rangers. So, like, the original Power Rangers were children. They got turned into children. And I don't then, even remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I, th- I forget. I think it was like Alien Power Rangers or something like that. But I remember that's kind of where I was like, I think I'm done with Power Rangers. Like after that, like the first movie came out in '95, right? And I remember that. I never big seen deal. the movies. Really, the original yeah. like, movie that came out. I don't think ama- so. It's amazing. You have to watch right. it. But I remember that being a big deal, and I and I love the show. But I just remember almost outgrowing it because i was becoming a teenager and you were too because we're only a few years apart like you were becoming like a real teenager not 12 11 not right. a preteen and like you just kind of stopped watching it and it did get a, it did get kind of ridiculous eventually like they were driving like cars as the as the the what are they zords was it, what are they? The, the robots what are they called the uh, well <laughs> what well, were the wait, robots the- the- the, the, the henchmen, no, the Rita's robots that they are called putties. I have no idea. The Zordon is, yeah, Zordon, Zordon, yeah, we don't, I don't know. Zordon, we don't know like our Ghostbuster main, names, our Ghostbuster dude. Power Ranger names. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, that Super Sentai uh, aspect of it, I always liked how they like combine some like old Japanese show with. Like they would shoot new segments with like these American actors and then just like cut and paste yeah. so, the old so original said show that. into it. Mm-hmm. It's funny you said that because in my notes I had written down that it looks like the action sequences that when they're in costume are yeah. shot somewhere else. And they are. They're uh, yeah. they're commissioned out the uh, battle scenes. Yeah. They're all not the shot in the stuff. U.S. Like, all of them yeah. fighting the monsters. Yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah. And all, like, the Rita stuff. Like, Rita, like, all her mm-hmm. segments are, like, from the original Japanese show. And you could tell because they look dubbed. Like, when they're moving, the, the mouths I love her. Just, I love her overdubs. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's amazing. She's always overacting. And it's funny because I remember watching, and it's funny enough because we're going to be obviously reviewing or talking about a ghost. I keep saying Ghostbusters. Power Rangers. You said ghost- it, and by the way, <laughs> yeah. you said it before too, but it's okay. I know. Our I've fans got, understand. I don't know why I've got Ghostbusters on the mind right now. We're talking about Power Rangers. I don't Rangers. know. Our I listeners I, understand. I am more, I'm more of a Ghostbusters fan than Power Rangers. But yeah, we're, we're obviously talking, going to be talking about a Power Rangers episode. But when you watch the show... And you see, like, they, they they did cast, like, Arita for certain segments that were shot in America. And some of the Power Rangers stuff, like, when they're in, they're in costume, you can tell because the footage looks, like, newer. Like, it was it shot. It doesn't match up. It doesn't it match doesn't up. It doesn't match with, up with, at all. Right. So, that's, like, yeah. I guess that, that was always its charm. But that's not something you notice as a kid. You notice no, not that as an adult. And I always thought that, like, looking back at it, it's such a, like, a sick concept that they basically just ripped off this Japanese, not even, it wasn't even ripping off. They licensed the footage officially, got it, and was like, we're just, we're just going to, like, splice in a storyline around these sequences. And a lot of shows did that. There's a lot of, like, Power Ranger shows at the time. Like, remember Superhuman Samurai and, like, VR Troopers? Yeah. All those shows did the same. Yeah, yeah Beetleborgs. I don't know if Beetleborgs did it or not. I don't remember. But I know most of them, like, spliced in 
American footage with like Japanese for all like the fight monster sequences and stuff like that. So just a cool, a cool concept. I'm sure people that are listening to this episode that know way more about the Power Rangers are like Louie and Dave are butchering the Power Rangers because we don't know everything about the no. Power Rangers. But I haven't thought about the Power Rangers until you told me this is the episode that we're doing. I, honestly, it's 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 like when we because honestly, we're both more into like Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps, and I and I think I, if I remember correctly, this Go- Power Rangers was on during the time of like Goosebumps, and they both aired mm-hmm. here in New York on Fox, on Fox Five. So mm-hmm. I, I think at that point in my life, I leaned more towards Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark and Harsh. Hundred percent. That's more. That was more our cup of tea. But I did enjoy power rangers in the end i would catch it like i said before i did feel like towards the end i was kind of outgrowing it and just felt like it was getting a little ridiculous when they like became children and aliens took over and one of them i think at one point in the group of like power rangers it was like adults or they weren't adults they were like college age or high school age and like a kid was with them legitimately there was like a child was it and when he became a power ranger he was like a grown-ass man it was kind of ridiculous. Amazing. But, but that's enough rambling on about our non our non our non-knowledge of uh, Power Rangers. We're going to be covering a a somewhat Halloween episode of the Power Rangers titled right. Trick or Treat. So let's get into it. Wait till you hear the totally awesome news. What? I'm going to be a contestant on the TV game show Trick or Treat. No way, that's great. (laughs) Trick or Treat? Isn't that like the most popular game show in America? So Power Rangers Trick or Treat aired on May 3rd, 1994. It's the 44th episode in the first season. That's a long ass season, dude. You know, (laughs) I was wondering about that. I'm not entirely sure... If that's actually the first season, did they condense everything into like one mega season, like unofficially? Or is that, did they really do like 60 episodes? Because it is, it's like 60 episodes. I I think so. Again, I don't, I don't, I don't have all the, the facts down in my notes here, but I'm just going by what I read online. Um, but that is, regardless, that's a long... It, again, we watch this on Netflix, and that's how it's on Netflix, if I remember correctly, right? Like, it's all, yeah. like, one long-ass, you know, 60... Yeah, it's, it's like is 60, it 60 fucking yeah. episodes. So, I, I don't... It, it might not... See, I, the, from what I remember, I felt like seasons ended when, like, the Green Ranger showed up. Or... The the White Ranger, remember that? Remember that was like that whole deal mm-hmm. when he was who's the White Ranger? Now maybe that's maybe it was different seasons. Maybe it was like the fourth season. I might be wrong, but again, those are the facts I could come up with. I know for a fact May third, nineteen ninety four was the the air date because I found that very weird because this is very much a Halloween episode without being a Halloween episode, right? And that's a terrible time to release an episode like this. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Hor- this is honestly out of all the like shows we've covered. This is probably the worst date they've all had. Cause we've aired some stuff that was like right after Halloween or a few weeks before, 
but never right before summer. Like, so, so fucking odd. Sure. Well, maybe they're just trying to, you know, gas us up, you know? Yeah, and, and maybe they're, get, they're getting us ready for the Halloween season. That's what I'm saying. In, in 94. Um, there you go. And and what, like, I was just trying to think about it. I was like, like, why would they air this? And you and I had a little bit of a conversation off the air about why they possibly, like, why why this was aired in May. And we'll get to that a little later because that's one of my cons. Sure. So let's let let's jump into the uh into the uh, plot here, <laughs> which isn't okay. very intricate. This is not a uh, no. It's <laughs> this not. Isn't, this isn't the most intricate plot ever. Let's yeah. Let's let's get into the breakdown. So so we've got Kimberly, the Pink Ranger, every ten year old's favorite. If you were a male or girl, you never know. <laughs> all little girls, I guess, wanted to be the Pink Ranger, and and all little boys liked the Pink Ranger. For I, reasons. Know, I don't think I cared for her. Really? When I was a kid. Yeah, I don't think I, I, had, a, yeah, I, don't think I had a crush on her. Really? I, I definitely did. I was really into... I, could, uh, I mean, I understand why. I just I I don't think the, I did. I don't know. I was into the Pink Ranger. A little 9, 10-year-old Louie was into the uh, the Pink Ranger. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, she gets a, a, a chance to compete on a game show called Trick or Treat. And apparently this, this game show, this TV show... Is one of the most popular shows in the country. America, some, it's amazing. For yeah, for some reason, it's one of the most popular shows, and I'm and I'm honestly we perfectly wish. okay. Yes, with a show called Trick or Treat being the most popular show in America, uh, the winner of this game show gets a brand new car, and and this is why Kimberly is super excited, and she obviously wants it. Now, now I do want to mention. That I love that the episode starts with Kimberly like practicing her practice practicing her gymnastics because that's what she does. And she just notices Tommy, the Green Ranger, and Trini, the Yellow Ranger. Like they're kind of just minding mm-hmm. their own business. Because the Power Rangers, they hung out at that like juice bar that looked like a gym. Dude, <laughs> what uh what a bizarre I know like like me- like mishmash of like pop culture into one setting you have an arcade a juice bar and a gymnasium and it's just like <laughs> a lot it's a lot to take in there it, it's that, cool you know what it i mean is. it's it's fucking cool looking but it's also like nonsensical but hey you know this is what the <laughs> early 90s so hey well i mean we'll take it and it looks very 90s like you when you see the color the color like mm-hmm. the walls and the colors of everything it looks very 90s and i always thought it was just weird that that's where they hung out with like that big heavy set dude that oh i forget his name that always served them drinks and he was like a supporting character on the show do you know who i'm talking yeah, about yeah I, I, he wasn't he wasn't in the episode though no right? he he came yeah, and went I, a I lot know you're talking about early yeah. on yeah very odd he had like that was like their buddy but yeah, like yeah. Uh, Tommy and Trini are kind of just minding their own business there. And, and Kimberly just, she pops over and she's like, hey guys, I'm going to be on this show. It's a little awkward when you watch it because it was like, did we fucking ask you? Like you just randomly came up to us and was like, hey guys, I'm going to be on this show. And they're just like, cool. But wait a second. <laughs> but wait a second. If you were going to be on a show called Trick or Treat and nobody had any knowledge of it, wouldn't you go up to someone and say, hey, I'm going to be on this cool show called Trick or Treat? I would. <laughs> no, no. I totally get why. But <laughs> just in the manner she does it, 
it's like it's like very contrived like okay i'm doing these backflips and then she just walks over like hey guys i'm gonna be on this show i'm probably overthinking it because it's the fucking power rangers she's making power moves she's making power moves uh so yeah so she, she she learns that her opponent just so happens to be skull of the duo bulk and skull they are the best <laughs> which are the bullies that we all know we all like know and love and and more than likely if you're listening to us you know ex- you know all these characters <laughs> so i don't have to explain who each one of these individuals are I'm, I, I'm hoping everyone that listens to our show knows who the hell we're talking about because at this point in the series all these characters have been developed Yep, <laughs> as much as they can be on a children's TV show. So, uh, there's also this really like weird moment—not really weird, but kind of establishing because again, Bulk and Skull are bu- bullies. They're kind of just being dicks to Kimberly, and Kimberly shoves Skull's face into what I assume is guacamole because this has uh- got to be the greenest guac I have ever seen. So. I just found it just so funny how she kind of just like mashes his face and then he raises his head and he's just like, it looks like green paint is on his face. Maybe it was a yeah. smoothie. Who knows? Maybe. Um, at the same time, we've got the big bad Rita Repulsa, who I love Rita Repulsa. She's the fucking she's best. And we've got her minions are great. Her boy Goldar. That was my dude too. I love mm-hmm. fucking Goldar. <laughs> Big ass gold. What? What is those, he like? A those bear? costumes. I don't oh, know. What the fuck he's he, like a no, bear. He looks with like wings. a. Nah, he looks like an Anubis. I think it's that Egyptian. That's what I think he's supposed to be, or yeah. it's supposed to be. It's like very Anubis looking. Um. Yeah, he's cool. And what? What's like the flying monkey? He's he. He's my favorite. I think he's really surreal I looking. Forget. I forget. There's there's the the blue monkey looking dude. That's and then what I'm talking about. Oh, and then there's like a bat too. Like it's like a human bat. There's the little monkey yeah, fucking... blue guy, and then the fucking. I'm talking weird about bat. the bat. I'm talking yeah, about yeah. the bat looking guy. He's One cool. of them is like something, something with an S. I for, I fucking forget too. But I know Goldar's like Rita's. That's like her main dude. That's yeah. who like yep. she'll sick on the Power Rangers whenever she gets a chance. But he always yeah. gets like, away. Yeah, I think like, he's she'll... eventually defeated, but. She'll she'll set like she just sends him to like antagonize him. Like yeah. he's like, yo, go down there, go fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so rita and, and goldar and the rest of the goons they're kind of just hanging out in their palace on the moon or whatever the hell neptune wherever the hell that is and we learn that they've she's she's got this latest creation because you know rita's always creating monsters to destroy the power rangers because she hates them and we learn that the name of this new monster creation is his name is pumpkin rapper and that his seeds were planted and growing in a pumpkin patch on Earth. And I, I do Thank like goodness. how I do I do love the show's depiction of this pumpkin patch. By the way, and, and I'll go more into that a little later when we get to to it. I just love the visual of this random pumpkin patch in the middle yep. of a field. It looks very cheap, and you could tell that they just like put it there. And I love the way it looks. Because yeah, they're just all placed smack down in the middle of a field. It's funny. 
and they're obviously fake pumpkins. There's nothing yeah. real about these ja- like these these pumpkins. Yeah. They're not jack o' lanterns. They're stems. Not Even yet. the stems are orange. Yeah, it's super super fake. So we cut back to Kimberly, who's now on the set of Trick or Treat, and she's dressed as a princess in a pink dress, of course. Of course, they all, they all, the Power Rangers always have to wear clothing that matches the ranger that they are. So I always got a kick out of that. Even like their normal, like clothes are red and pink and black and blue. And Skull is dressed as a convict because of course, an inmate, inmate, yeah, of of course he would be dressed as a, uh, a convict or an inmate. I also like that his uh, inmate number is written on his chest. Yeah, Bulk and Skull are fucking great. I, I know you don't want to get are. we don't want to get into them too much because I do know that's yeah. one of your favorite mm-hmm. things about the show. <laughs> but we we meet the host of of Trick or Treat. His name is Monty. This is what I got from the. His name is Monty Count or County Monty County or some something along those <laughs> lines. He's, He's pretty the, good. He is good. He's probably the best part of the game show. And he's yeah. dressed up as Dracula, very stereotypical Dracula outfit. No teeth, which drove me a little crazy. He had no vampire teeth on, or did he remove yeah. them? I don't think he had uh, any I on. I don't think he had teeth. Yeah, I think you're right. And he's he's honestly an asshole to Kimberly and Skull. Like he's an asshole to both of them. Yeah. And he explains the rules of trick or treat to them. While flossing, which I thought was pretty amusing. He's constantly like flossing his teeth. Now, there's also this little subplot I want to point out. That all the Power Rangers go to like cheer on Kimberly at the show. Except for Tommy. Because he's got to like go to this karate tournament or some shit it's it's just like some yeah it's some tournament he has to be a part of to compete in it's super underdeveloped and we're gonna get into that a little more later um but yeah he can't make it to the game show he's the only power ranger that can't make it and you know kimberly's all bummed because i think at this point they kind of have a thing for each other but it hasn't been full it hasn't fully happened yet like they haven't hooked up yet, I think. I don't. I don't quote me on that fact. I, I think I it's kind of no still. I think the relationship is still bubbling and simmering, and they're getting to that point. They're just friends sure. right now. But yeah, all the other Power Rangers are there. They're all wearing ridiculous costumes that match their colors too of their of their Ranger outfits. Um, I will say I do like that. Like Jason, the Red Ranger is wearing like this big ass Three Musketeers hat. Like half of them. Oh, wearing these yeah, big ass supposed to be like hats. like bards from like the medieval times or something like that. It's really they're not very good costumes. No, they're not. Um, so yeah, so here here are the rules of trick or treat. <laughs> the these are the dumbest rules ever, by the way. So so you have to ask the host a trick question, and every time you stump him. You get a pumpkin point, and the person with the most pumpkin points wins. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I just love how this th- these dumb rules. This is the the greatest show currently in America. Look, if we're being very honest here, 
this episode was definitely just slapped together. They there was not a lot of uh, thinking on this. I, I I personally believe. Yeah, I agree with you to an extent, and we'll get into that a little later, and I'll, and I'll explain to you why why you okay. feel that way. So we cut back to Tommy, who's on his way to the uh, the karate tournament. Which uh, you know he obviously again he couldn't make it to the uh, to the uh, the game show, and he just so happens to stumble across he just dude he just so ran- uh, randomly stumbles across the pumpkin patch where a pumpkin wrappers rotting yes, pumpkin patch rotting I love how the pumpkins are rotting, and, yep. and <laughs> I'm fucking laughing because one of my favorite moments you know as Tommy stumbles across this this rotting pumpkin patch. Is he stops right in the center of it, puts his hands on his waist, and says, Hugh, I wonder where all these rotten pumpkins came from. (sighs) (laughs) Best delivery, best delivery of a line in this entire episode. Let me, let me just, (laughs) let me, let me tell you a story real quick about Tommy the Green Ranger. So at one Comic Con, um, this is going back fucking years now. I don't know, 2011, 2012, I think 2012. Yeah. So in like the, the section where like you, you can meet celebrities and they have like a lot of panels and stuff like that. Hulk Hogan and Tommy, the actor who played Tommy, I don't know his name. Yeah. They were next to each other signing mm-hmm. autographs. And while people were wearing big lines, the this these guys literally got out of their booths and started like <laughs> enticing the crowd. And Tommy stood up on his thing and was like flexing and doing karate moves. Yeah. And Hogan was like flexing. It was fucking <laughs> amazing. amazing. That sounds amazing. He's like That's a, trained... a great team up. I think his oh, yeah. name is like Jason Frank or something like that. Jason, it is. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I think Jason is his first name. He's like a trained, like a legit trained, like martial artist too. It's like the, I, I believe a few yeah. years ago he wanted to have a match with like CM Punk or some shit, if I remember correctly. Who, funny enough, recently came back to wrestling. Got to stick wrestling in yeah. there somehow. <laughs> um, there but yeah, he, he's like a trained, and he and he's from what I've heard. I've never met him. I've never been to a con where he's been there. He's very good to the fans. Like he's embraced. Like he owns up to being the green ranger and the white ranger like he right. he, he doesn't shit on it and, and he's great to fans him and the black ranger i believe are very i've seen the black ranger at conventions before right well listen i'm and and this is just my personal opinion the green ranger is the coolest ranger out of all of them i'm just saying <laughs> listen i will agree when i was a kid i loved the fucking green ranger i love the white ranger Watching a few episodes, which I, after this episode, I did watch a few more. I he's did a little, too. He's a little bit of a whiny bitch at times, but you don't <laughs> notice that so much when you're a kid. You notice it more as an adult. I was like, wow, he's kind of a little emo bastard. Like he's constantly like, all right. <laughs> like he's a soft boy. He is. There's nothing wrong all with right, that. Tommy. There's nothing wrong soft with that. Soft boy Tommy. That, that's why my dude eventually got Kimberly. Soft boy Tommy. <laughs> we know a soft boy Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> so yeah. So so Rita watches Tom Tommy. <laughs> not not that Tommy. Tommy the Green Ranger. We, we love you, Tom. 
she uh she watches rita watches him from her fucking crystal ball thing dude i love <laughs> that no it's her telescope i love that telescope, her telescope yes. can literally see onto the stage that's what it is it's a telescope i'm confusing what zordon has and what rita has right. rita has the telescope so yeah she she she's watching tommy through her telescope hanging out in this fucking rotten pumpkin patch she panics and sends down a couple of putties to distract Tommy from from the, the the growing monster in the patch, and my dude has a kung fu fight <laughs> in the with all the putties and defeats them. So my dude's a badass. Dude. He didn't need he didn't need the rest of the Rangers to take on these putties. Yo, Tommy's theme song is fucking sick, and there's there's like a crew vocal part in it, and it sounds like it's like out of a Biohazard song. It's just really, it's really good, dude. There's a line in his song because I, I, after watching this, I had to go on Spotify and listen to it. There's a line where he goes like, "It's like Goldar's gonna get you tonight." Like it's fucking, re- it's amazing. It's ridiculous, amazing. but amazing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So yeah, after after Tommy defeats the putties, he contacts Zordon and Alpha Five about the situation, and uh, and Zordon's just like, "Don't worry, continue on to your your karate tournament. You know we're on right. this. Don't worry about it." Because he has to, his powers uh, aren't like the other Power Rangers. His powers are have to be reserved because yes. I think they deplete or something like that. So that's why he gets his own little fucking. Special uh, treatment. <laughs> he only gets called in like fucking severe circumstances. Dire like, need. Yeah, yes. dire need when something is like yeah. when shit's about to go down. I do like how they were able to like fit that in with his like limited appearances. I'm assuming they just had in the original, what is it, Super Sentai show, the Green mm-hmm. Ranger probably wasn't in as much of the show as the normal five, which is probably why they had to like write it into the American script. I'm guessing it kind of makes sense. And it also makes sense because he becomes the white Ranger and they just made it Tommy. So they probably got rid of the green Ranger and then was like, all right, we'll just give Tommy the white Ranger, which is cool. Going back to the whole using old footage thing. Can you tell me the identity of the power Rangers? So we cut back to the trick-or-treat game show, and Kimberly is winning, of course. <laughs> I do yep. like how I do like how uh, Rita and her goons are watching on too. Like they go I, that's out what of I was their... saying. <laughs> yeah. You can literally she's literally watching from that telescope, like directly on stage. <laughs> she's got a feed of the game show. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is. And I do like how they're like really into the game show. Like they're super duper mm-hmm. into it. So yeah, so so Bulk tries tries cheating to help Skull by mouthing answers to him. It's dumb, but it gets it gets like a point. Skull gets a point. Um and this and at this point he's able to play cause cause in in this game show, there's like smaller games you get to play. So when Wheel he gets this, yeah, yeah, that was, that was before, right? With, with Kimberly, yeah, 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 I think yeah, I brushed yeah. over yeah. that one, but yeah, cause I, this one stood out more to me. So he gets his point finally, cause he's losing terribly. And the name of this game is the wicked web 
of disaster game. That's literally what the host, the, the Dracula host guy, Count Monty says, or M- Monty Count, whatever the hell his name is. What, basically what it is, is it's a giant web you have to climb and retrieve three bugs in 10 seconds and escape before the spider gets you. Amazing. Amazing. There's nothing to uh, escape. There's nothing to escape there's from. There's nothing. To, but it's amazing how how that is the concept of the game. So so Skull struggle. He struggles to capture fake bugs and on climb this, three yeah. feet. Yeah, and, yeah. It's like a very small web. He's it's like, like twelve struggling. feet high. Yeah. yeah, he's struggling. He's like having a hard time just grabbing them. And what ends up happening is a big ass like rubber fake spider emerges and shoots white liquid all over his face. (laughs) It sure is something, Uh, man. I never. (laughs) Ah, dude, I never thought I'd be saying. I love this. I I just never thought on the podcast I'd be talking about someone getting white liquid shot on their face. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm not going into that. Oh no, we won't we won't we won't be going into <laughs> it m- much more. But yeah, again, it it sure is it sure is a visual that uh it's so silly. You won't you won't forget it after you see it. I also like when they cut back to like the game show later on. Skull's costume is like off. You could tell he like had to wash up or something. He's got like a towel yeah. or some shit on his head <laughs> because he was covered in all this white shit. Spider goo. <laughs> this, I sure hope that's what it was. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah. So after the goo, Kimberly is literally like one point away from winning, and Zordon informs the Power Rangers that are in the crowd. They, they, he calls them because he needs their help. And they gesture motion to Kimberly that they're like, oh, you know, Zordon, he, he needs us. We got to go. We need to become the Power Rangers. And she pretends to faint and has to forfeit the game, leaving Skull as the winner. So he basically wins by accident. He did it. He did it. He did it. And he's super proud of this, by the way. <laughs> he's super... Yep super excited that he wins and skulls like you that skull bulks like oh skull wins because she can't do it it's it's fucking it's dumb the whole fainting then she winks at them like yeah she winks <laughs> it was yep. a little it was a little eye rolly but again it's a fucking kid show i can't i can't give it too much no. shit you know so yeah so yeah so so the rangers they they go to zordon's command center and he explains the whole pumpkin patch thing. He explains about the, the growing monster, the pumpkin wrapper. And he shows them a video, which I thought was weird. He shows them a video of the I monster before the monster is fully grown. So I'm like, okay, I guess the pumpkin wrappers emerged before in the past, like before these kids were the Power Rangers. Okay. <laughs> and, and to quote Zordon, he will try to destroy you with his clever raps and rhymes. <laughs> Boom. I love how you have that written down because so do I. <laughs> yep. <laughs> One of the best line deliveries 
mm-hmm. ever. He also says after that that he will wrap his vine around you and destroy you. <laughs> That's it. Yep. He will and destroy he you. And he does. He does. We'll, we'll get to that a little later. So, so, so after this, it's morphin' time. They become the Power Rangers in full. And they, they head to the pumpkin patch. They just appear there running around. And, and when we get there, the pumpkins spring to life and jump on, the, on four of the Power Rangers heads, not Kimberly's because she went to go check a bush or some shit. She's like, guys, I'm going li- to the dude. Literally. I, it's so funny. Like it's amazing going back and like reading this, like what happens in this episode back. It's just like, she's like, guys, I'm going to go look behind this bush. And that's what saves her from getting a pumpkin on her head. Because that's again, that's, that's some that's like a power of these jack-o'-lanterns. They go on your head. Basically, the way I could describe they're kind of like face huggers. They're like pumpkin face huggers. They go on top of your head and suffocate you. So they're suffocating yeah. the Power Rangers and they're all stressed out. So Kimberly, she literally, literally, dude, jumps up from behind a bush. You see her looking behind some shrubs, and it's like, oh shit, and then runs over to the Power Rangers. She uses her like dagger. I don't know what it fucking what it's called. Yeah. She she destroys them and like cuts them off of the Power Rangers' heads. And she sets them free. And it's funny, I'm looking at my notes right now, and this is what I wrote. Kimberly is the only ranger to not get pumpkined with a D. <laughs> she's pumpkined. Yep. Pumpkined. She she's the only one. But yeah, you she, know what would make a cool you know what would make a cool shirt? If what? someone took the Power Rangers with all the pumpkins on their heads and took Dwight from the office with the pumpkin on his head and merged that and made it some kind of a shirt, that'd be really oh, cool. Man. Anyone listening out there that's a designer, make that shirt happen. I think we might have to start doing some shit like yeah. that because we come up with some cool ideas for designs. Yeah, that would be a wonderful, absolutely. that would be a good uh, ma- mashup design. Yep. So the rest of the pumpkins on the ground spring to life into pumpkin putties which are basically putties but with pumpkins on their heads which is an awesome visual too just seeing the fucking because i love the putties i've always yeah those the sounds they make are really ridiculous something like that yeah it's fucking stupid (laughs) it's great though and like when the rangers hit them it's like they're hitting metal or clay or something yeah yeah they, they have these pumpkins on their heads and they're fighting the rangers and Honestly, the Rangers defeat them pretty quick. This first round, like of, always, yeah. These, this, you would think these these pumpkin putties would be a little more powerful, but they they destroy them relatively quickly. But but the crown jewel, the real, the main event of this fight, is when the pumpkin wrapper springs to life. Now. Before he he springs to life, I just want to I just want to jump into this side note I make I have here in my notes. Sure. The the Power Rangers the Power Rangers become assholes at this point. So the pumpkin wrapper at the, you know at this point he's just a big jack o' lantern in this pumpkin patch. He's a giant one. He hasn't fully grown yet. So he's just sitting there minding his own business. Not really because he did just sick a bunch of pumpkin putties on right. the Rangers. But the Power Rangers go up to the pumpkin 
and start to antagonize the fucking pumpkin by wrapping (laughs) in a circle. They have their own fucking rat circle. It's ridiculous. And they're talking shit to the pumpkin. And he just comes to life because of this. Because they, they, they insulted him. So I'm, you know what? I sympathize with my dude, the pumpkin uh, rapper. Huh. He, they, he was minding his own business up until that point. They went there. They fucked with his pumpkin patch. My dude had to retaliate. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I get it. <laughs> you get where I'm coming from? I I do. Now I'm not gonna get into the pumpkin rapper too much here because he's one of my favorite things of this episode. We'll talk more about sure. him later when we Rightfully get to our favorite so. things about this. But yeah, he co- he comes to life after the fucking Rangers shit on him with their crappy with their crappy uh rhymes. <laughs> and we cut back to to the to the I believe uh before we cut back, but he springs also another set of pumpkin putties too, if I remember correctly. He has like I another, don't remember. Yeah, I think another set of pumpkin cuz he has two sets of pumpkin putties that emerge. He has his first set that they destroy then another set that emerged with the pumpkin wrapper because he needs another set of goons. So yeah, yep. so we cut back to the karate tournament. And Tommy, <laughs> dude, <laughs> as Tommy literally literally this is the best, the best. Go ahead. The best. As Tommy's name is called on the fucking dot, as his name is fucking called, Zordon C blocks Tommy and is like, Tommy, the Rangers need your help. And Tommy goes, fuck, walks out of the room, talks to Zordon. He's like, okay. And you even hear in the background, the like instructor or whatever, go like, okay, I guess Tommy's not here right now. No, he said they they dismiss him as a no show. Meanwhile, he was right there, ready to walk up and do his demonstration and then he just turns around and goes, well, guess I got to go. And then they just disqualify him as a no-show. But he was there. <laughs> Yo, Zordon co- cock-blocked the shit out of him. That's basically... Yeah, it's pretty. it's pretty funny. <laughs> it is. It's hilarious. That's what I was saying, dude. Tom's a fuck. Tommy's a fucking softy, man. He's a fucking soft boy. <laughs> That's not. It's not his fault. It's Zordon's fault. No, blame it's Zordon. Zordon. I'm gonna start a hashtag called Blame Zordon. <laughs> blame Zordon. It's his fucking fault. Tommy didn't win the karate tournament because you know he would have fucking won that tournament. Hey, Zordon, come in. Tommy, Rita's pumpkin rapper monster is overwhelming the Power Rangers. You must get to the park immediately. Gotcha. I'm morphing out of here. So yeah, so so the Power Rangers are getting their ass kicked by the pumpkin wrapper and the and this second group of of pumpkin putties. Tommy shows up to save them, and you know they they beat the shit out of the out of, out of the uh, pumpkin wrapper. And I, I do love how when Tommy gets there, he's like, "Guys, I'm gonna hold them off," and he like runs towards the pumpkin wrapper. And like is fighting him, and he's like, "Guys, now <laughs> that this is how they defeat the pumpkin wrapper." And the Power Rangers have this like, and and I always like this because they have defeated enemies in the past with this weapon. It's 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 called, and I have it here in my notes. It's called the, I believe it's called the Power Blaster. 
And yep, it dude, is. this fucking weapon rules. I've always loved it. Basically, Sick. what they all do is they all have individual weapons. And what they do mm-hmm. is they put all their parts together, like all the weapons together, like a fucking Lego set. And they're able to use yep. that to destroy the monster. I remember that weapon, like they sold it in stores and I yeah. wanted it so fucking badly. It's fucking awesome. And I never got it. Like a, like a play size, I didn't have like it a either. kid size version yeah. of it. And you could take the shit apart with yep, like it's all the fucking, yeah, it's fucking, mm-hmm. ama- it was amazing. Such a cool weapon. It was basically the weapon they used in this first season whenever there wasn't like a fucking kaiju battle. Like right. the Zords or whatever, the fucking right. robots that they had. Basically, that's what that that's what that weapon was and, for. Because, and because this one mm-hmm. doesn't get to that. It doesn't cut, come to a kaiju battle. It just They just use the power blaster. I have more on that later, on why that right. happened. So, so they defeat the pumpkin wrapper unceremoniously. It's pretty fucking lame. Like he's, and, and I don't want to go into him too much again because I want to talk about, I'm going to talk about him here in a bit, but it's a pretty shitty final battle with the pumpkin wrapper, especially how they kind of hype him up the whole episode. They hype him, they yeah. hype his ass up and it's like, one and done. He shows up and it's fucking over. And he barely raps, by the way. <laughs> oh, he raps, but yes, it's not much. <laughs> yeah. I've got I've got a couple of his rhymes written down here. I'll be getting to that a little Perfect. a little later. <laughs> so so the episode ends with like Tommy and Kimberly talking about them losing on their like respective game slash tournament. Yep. And some nonsense about they're, them being winners no matter you're a winner no matter what Kimberly you don't need to win a game show you know yeah. to prove yourself and then, and then he yeah. has to sign you would look really good in that car though like I love how he has to fucking add that in at the fucking end you'd look hot in that car Kimberly sucks you couldn't win it but you're still a winner <laughs> and then Bulk and Skull show up of course in the fucking new car and they're gloating to Kimberly. And then out of nowhere, this like woman from the network that the game show <laughs> Trick or Treat is on uh, tells them that they're both liars or not liars, cheaters. And yep. that now they're being forfeited. So the car is going back to them. And then the episode ends with bulks. He's still in his mummy costume for some fucking reason. And it like unravels as she and drives it, it away. Gets it gets caught in the door. the door. Yeah, when the woman yeah. drives away with the car to take it back, and it unravels and bulk spins out of control, and then goes crazy. And that's how the epi- That's how that's how the episode ends. But mm-hmm. but b- before I close it out, one thing about the ending, it is it it kind of makes no sense. Because why would they let them leave with the car to begin with if they already knew they were fucking, they were cheating. They had to rewatch the tape. They got to rewatch. <laughs> they had to go back and fucking rewatch yeah, the tape. I guess so. Amazing. But yeah, that's Power Rangers. Trick or, trick or treat. <laughs> we sure made deep dish pumpkin pie to that monster. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry it cost you your crying match, Tommy. Yeah, there'd be other trophies. But you would look great in that car. So I have just one thought I want to say about the show overall. Um, after watching two episodes, because I did watch another episode before mm. I watched this one, it was called Clowning Around, and it mm. took place in a carnival. 
Um, I could honestly say this show still has the same charm <laughs> I remember it having. Yeah. And it makes me want to watch more of the show. <laughs> so the Power yeah, Rangers man. rule. They still rule. <laughs> <laughs> listen man like i said a- after this one me too i left out a couple of episodes and i was like yeah i'm gonna watch i think i'm gonna watch some more fucking power sure. rangers tonight <laughs> so i totally get it but yeah dave let- let's jump into our uh our favorite sure. things about this episode so uh hit me with your first favorite thing so i love bulk and skull i think they're great <laughs> bullies you know slash yeah. like comedic relief if you yeah. will um they always have cool like wardrobe uh skull looks like honestly looks like like an avant-garde like punk kid like he's always got like a beret on and he's got like a vest and pins and stuff on it he's just a cool looking like you know what i'm saying like it's somebody i'd want to be friends with yeah and you know bulk is just your typical like kind of neanderthal big guy like (laughs) <laughs> I don't know they're just they're just really fun to watch they're really they're they're played really well super over the top and like I loved <laughs> I loved Skull's costume I love that he wrote the inmate number on his chest you know like that was that was really funny yeah they, they were definitely one of my favorite aspects of this episode and the series overall like I said I need to rewatch, yeah. but they are definitely a shiny moment for me what about I, I, you bud but before I jump into my first thing, sure. they, I think like they lasted on the show as characters for a long time. Yeah, they did. Too. Like I think up until like a few years ago, like recently, like I don't know what's going on, but I think a few years ago, I remember the Power Rangers being on TV and I was like, is that fucking Bulk and Skull still on the show? I wonder if they ever became fucking Power Rangers. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Nah, nah. I don't want that. We don't need that. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I agree. They are they are good uh, good characters. I, I do like how you know the Power Rangers, even like not as the Rangers, have like antagonists. Like they have, there's a bad guy. Like they have that even as like teenagers, as not Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah so exactly. like they have these. They're like fighting these fucking monsters, but then they also have Bulk and Skull. So right. I, I can totally see like why you love him and why a lot of people like him. I think if you're a Power Rangers fan, you gotta kind of love Bulk and Skull. So yeah, agreed. <laughs> so yeah, so so my first my first favorite thing is the trick or treat set. The set, okay. the concept of the game is dumb. <laughs> it is the laziest attempt. It could have be fleshed. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. not well thought out at all it is the laziest attempt at a game show with the basically just try to stump the host of the show and then he can pick and choose these like mini games like the wheel what was it the wheel of death or what the hell was wheel it? of misfortune the wheel of misfortune and then the fucking web of the, of the web of death or the web of dismay mm-hmm. or whatever the hell it was like mm-hmm. just very like i like they didn't put much thought like it could have just no. been trivia. Like what is when was when was Halloween created or like some shit like why did it have to just be stump the host? What does that have to do with Halloween, horror, spooky shit? None of that. I was just like so lazy. But I'm dwelling on the negative of the show, but the set was fucking yeah. awesome. That is I, a positive. The set I, is I, awesome. I love the gold curtains. 
with like the skulls, the stars, the moons. There's also like this little area behind the host that has like masquerade mask glued mm-hmm. to it. Um, and then there's also this like big neon jack o' lantern, jack o' lantern behind my notes. It's awesome. Yeah, behind Kimberly yeah. and and Skull. I love that there's like a ground that that ground level fog that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. That like really thin layer of just fog just on the uh, floor. The host, his, his like his tombstone, yeah, the podium, yeah. the like yep. his podium, tombstone that's the word. podium with like the two giant faux red candles yep. and like that strange gargoyle face on it, and also the podium for the contestants, like the they're like two like Kimberly and Skull. It's like these giant pumpkins with like these bat mics. Like the mics have like these fake bats on them with uh, red glowing eyes. And then just the big ass like homemade trick or treat banner with like orange lights on it with two big jack-o'-lanterns. Very, very much like Scream's 90s Halloween. For a show that's supposed to be the most popular show in America, they didn't have a very big budget. But regardless, that's the charm of this specific set i think the fucking set's awesome again the game itself the concept is lame but the set fucking amazing trick or treat you're incomplete to the power rangers you can be all you are is pumpkin meat (laughs) (laughs) so i don't have too much to go on this i i i just know the artist's name but the shred music that comes on when the putties come on screen yeah. with the pumpkins on their head is amazing. Yeah. It's just like this. It, uh, so, so the, the, the performer artist is, uh, Ronald Aaron Wasserman, mm-hmm. AKA Aaron waters, AKA the mighty raw. <laughs> That's what he goes by. My and, dude has more you know, names than Tommy Valley. <laughs> yeah. And I, I didn't know he does. And I didn't know that the music was up on Spotify. So now I have to look that up. Oh, but the dude. music has always been one of the most standout things for me on that show. And as it seems to be with lots of childhood shows for me, the music has always stood out. And I guess it makes sense because I do music. So it's like, that fucking music, it's just like, it sounds like, uh, so I don't know if our listeners are familiar. So Marty Freeman, one of the guitar players from Megadeth, yeah. he has like solo material and the early stuff it's is sick. like yeah, very, it's, it's so good. And it's just so, it's, it's essentially, you know, at, now speaking as far as the mighty raw goes, Ronald Aaron Wasserman, it's just shred guitar music. Yeah, like it's, it's just him soloing and <laughs> yeah. just fucking... You know, it's like really like majestic sounding, and I was just like, okay, dude. Like, have, this, you know this what? Shit slaps. I gotta, li- I gotta listen to that album again. His early shit. He is, he's fucking. Disgusting. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's called Dragon. Nasty. I think it's called Dragon's Kiss or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna I'm gonna look dude, it up right now because, like, just listen to the main theme, like the main Power Rangers theme. That fucking solo in the fucking intro it's like a solo it's like a minute long solo the intro music to the power rangers and all and it's like an album because like the green rangers music that plays like that plays constantly in future episodes the putty music it's like a like that piece of music 
I believe always plays whenever they're like fighting. Right. Buddies. They have their own. They have their own yeah. themes and stuff. Exactly. And they by the all... way, the Marty Freeman album is called Dragon's Kiss. It's on ah. Spotify. It's on Apple. It's everywhere. It's great. I'm gonna so give that a listen. It's been, it out. dude. It's been yep. a while since I listened to it him slaps. or even Megadeth in general. It's been a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, dude. All the music and I love speaking of the music on the show. I love how like they all had like their own. It was like go red range. Like they all had their own. Yeah, they all had their own little, little thing. Like yeah. thing. It was fucking great. Yo, dude. I wonder if the music if they kind of kept up with that. Pro- it's probably not as good as like this first like iteration of like the Power Rangers with the dinosaurs and shit. Like I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to look into yeah, that. Dude, I agree though. The music just in general. Yeah, the music is the music is sick. Fucking amazing. A plus yeah, so, plus. <laughs> definitely. Well, Lou, hit us with your second favorite pick. So my second favorite thing is 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 my main dude, is my main man, my main dude, the pumpkin rapper himself. Okay. <laughs> so, so so everything like everything about this character, I fucking love. Every everything. Now earlier you 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 delivered that that Zordon line, which is like the first description of the character you hear. And I'll I'll repeat, I'm being a little redundant, but I do want to repeat it here. He will try to distract you with his clever raps and rhymes and then wrap you in his wrap you around in his vines and will destroy you. So I love how that is that sums up the character. Now here's here's his physical appearance. And I think whoever fucking created this design, and it's probably someone in Japan, the Super Sentai people, it has to be for obvious reasons because all the footage with him is from the original series. He's a giant upside down jack-o'-lantern on top of like this viney type neck. It looks like vines, Mm -hmm. like pumpkin vines. And he's wearing like just, he's like body's like orange. It's like an orange suit. And it's, and he has like these pointy boots like a like an elf and that's what he looks like like a jester yeah like a jester and dude the design is fucking amazing i was at target like it is a month or two ago and they had a toy of him a figure for like ten dollars and i did it yeah it was on sale and i'm fucking i didn't buy it but i looked on amazon and he's like 12 bucks so i'm probably gonna buy him just because and i don't collect toys really like that i have old shit but Dude, right. he he's sick looking. I, I have I have to get him. I have. I to love get... the upside down head. That's a great touch. It is a good like touch. A great little yeah, design like the choice. Flipped like I like that they just like just chose to make it flip. He would one hundred percent be a perfect installment in our iconic Jack O' Lantern yep. episodes that we Definitely. do. And I met, mentioned it, but forgot his name. Like I knew he was a character. Right. And I was like, fuck, he would have been perfect for that. But we're, we're I'm talking in depth about him now. So it makes up for it. It's okay. But, but yeah, he, he's a, he's a, a, a rapping Jack O' Lantern monster. And I have some of his, his rhymes written here for Let's you, Dave, it. specifically Please, for you. It. So the I first one is, the first one is, oh, you rangers make me mad, waking me up with a rap that bad. <laughs> Amazing. Because it was bad. That's when they rap to him to talk He's shit and wrong. wake his ass up. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying, dude. I'm on the fucking pumpkin rapper side. They fucked with my dude. He's an innocent bystander. 
<laughs> and his other his other line that I enjoyed. This was it. It was Welcome to my pumpkin patch. Perhaps you'd like to play some catch. <laughs> Amazing. And that's right before he throws his But he barely raps them. though. He only raps I like know. two or three times. It's like a yeah. line too. That right that last line I just said, that last rhyme, that's when he throws his like his vine at them and wraps them up to like yeah. electrocute you them know, before the up uh, the before the Green Ranger comes to save them. You know what they should have did? They should have done what they did in Leprechaun in the Hood. Like after the movie in Leprechaun in the Hood, he get there's like a little mu- music video yeah. where they have like all his fly girls and he starts <laughs> rapping and stuff. They should have yeah. done like an extra thing with the pumpkin rapper and did like yeah. a little bit where he's just rapping. Like they should have done that. <laughs> a little. They should have had like just a post credit scene before yeah. that was a thing with the pumpkin rapper just talking shit at the very end. It'd be amazing. So yeah, so so I have a little trivia here uh, when it comes to the character. So you you mentioned it a little earlier that he doesn't have like one of the big Zord final battles at the end when like Rita makes her when make my creature grow and she throws right. it and they turn they get all giant like kaiju style and the the Rangers have to turn into the the Megazord or whatever and fight. The creature that's you right usually that's how they destroy the right. main bad guy in every and i was episode. wondering why they didn't do it this one so originally there was a fight a zord fight between the mm-hmm. pumpkin rapper and the rangers and for some reason and i think it was because of time because remember these episodes had to be 30 minutes yeah. they cut it out but they plug that fight scene into a future Halloween episode of Power Rangers. Awesome. So the my man, the pumpkin rapper, comes back. And Love you it. know we're going to be covering that episode sure. down the line. I would 100%. hope so. 100%. So, yeah, I just found it interesting that, like, I, I, I guess they just didn't, they didn't, like, they couldn't squeeze it in. Maybe like with continuity, they needed to show. Yeah, I that guess there was now, two battles. Knowing that. Yeah, yeah. What what I'm guessing happens in like the original show, not the American Power Rangers, is like after they defeat him with the that the 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 power blaster, mm-hmm. he probably turns big, and then they fight. Like he becomes a giant, and then they fight right. him with the Megazord and the Zords and shit. But yeah, that that didn't. Uh, that didn't happen in this episode, but it does happen in a future episode. Okay. And I'm sure when we get to it, we'll be we'll be happy to see that. I also want to tell you, you know what the you know what the name of that episode is when we get it's called Zed's Monster Mash, which is amazing. I, I saw the little like thumb like thumbnail of it uh, on Netflix, so definitely gonna watch that i just i just love how it zed's like he has he's gonna have a monster match and i think there's like multiple i didn't i don't remember the episode too much but i think i read about it briefly i think there's like multiple creatures monsters in that episode i hope so and speaking of zed dude zed's that design is fucking awesome with the muscles and the brain and the metal i fucking love zed do you remember zed i'm trying to i'm it's you know what I'm, he was like, like on the, ver- it's like yeah. literally like I'm on the verge of knowing what it is. I'm just looking it up right now. 
he was like he, he was the like the big bad that came in after yes. rita had her sick. run yeah yeah he, he reminds he me of like, like um, rita or something not some nonsense like that he reminds me of like a mortal Kombat character or yeah. something yeah it's sick it's, design yeah i do remember yeah it is <laughs> Because it's like his muscles, like it's, yeah. it's like it's like Hellraiser style, like it's yeah, like Julia, yeah. where you just see the muscles, and like you can see his brain on the top of the head. Exactly. He always looked like we talked about, like how like speaking of, I was mentioning fucking Ghostbusters by accident earlier because of I don't know why when I was talking about the Power Rangers, but like he looks like we always talk about how like the characters from the real Ghostbusters look like they belong on like Mad Ball and like Gorilla Biscuit covers <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Like to me, Zed. Lord Zed looks like he belongs on like a death metal, like an like a early nineties, yeah, mid nineties, like that. like Florida death metal album cover, mm-hmm. like ripping someone in half or some shit, like, <laughs> like holding like holding someone's spinal cord. Yeah. yeah, like he looks like he's primed for some shit like that. So. I can see that. Yeah. So when we get to that episode, I'm sure we'll we'll talk about Zed even more. So yeah. Also, I have one more little little bit of trivia here I found online. Um, it's silly, but I wanted to mention it. The only line that the pumpkin rapper has that isn't a rhyme is when he says, attack now, get him. When he talks to the putties. That is literally his only line that isn't a rap. I, just, <laughs> I found that interesting that someone put that up on the internet as a piece of trivia or a fact about the pumpkin rapper. So I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just a bunch of pumpkins. No, Zach. They are Rita's evil doings. These pumpkins can attach themselves to your head, making it impossible for you to see or breathe. Oh my gosh. So Dave, what, what are some of your, uh, your, your cons? What's something you didn't like I about mean, this episode? I- Honestly, the one that, you know, we had talked about Tommy just being dismissed from walking away, just being like, oh, I got to go. And then he just gets disqualified. <laughs> that was like, you know, th- th- this episode as a whole is kind of lazily slapped together, I felt. Yeah. But um, like my main con for this episode was that the costumes and the audience for the trick or treat show were yeah. there was no effort put into that yeah. at all. Like they're just like masquerade costumes really like they're nothing and i was like yeah. trying to like i'm trying to like look at the costumes like oh that's cool. nothing nothing i was just like okay yeah they were pretty lame like i yeah, felt like not... you look at like the audience there was like dumb like there was a woman holding like a rolling pin it was like fucking yeah it, it was just not thought out so i was just like you're gonna have a show like trick or treat and you're not even gonna put any any they did do the set cool but they did not put any thought into these costumes for the audience members. So yeah, that's really my only con about my, it. Like I my, said, yeah, it, that did suck. I, I did. When you told me that, like we weren't, weren't recording like off air. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, the fucking costumes. I, Cause yeah, I watched this episode shit. twice. They're shit. They're horrible. I will say the best costumes are probably the, the host, the game show host as Definitely. the Dracula. Of course, that's a classic costume. And then uh bulks mummy costume. That's probably yeah, that was it. Good. Those are probably I like, and, and, I like and skull. skull. I, I like yeah. skulls too. Yeah. yeah, his wasn't bad either. It was those were the, those three were probably the best. Kimberly's princess costume was fucking lame. The Power Rangers costumes were fucking lame, and and yeah, it yeah. Is, and and that honestly that could take it that could take us into my. I have two cons, 
and my that's, first con and and we talked about this off air as well and i was like this would be a good little brief conversation to have on the podcast this episode doesn't really take place on halloween but has so much to do with halloween that it makes almost no sense that they would do so much halloween shit in a non-halloween episode it's yeah. dumb yeah it's fucking stupid and and on initial like on like upon like watching it for the first like the, my first viewing because i hadn't watched this in a while i was like okay it's halloween time but then i realized because i had texted you and i was like they don't say the word halloween a nope. single time and you were like i don't think it takes place during halloween and i was like you have a fucking monster that's a giant jack-o'-lantern you've got pumpkins you've got a, a game show called trick-or-treat there is literally this entire episode oozes Halloween. Even the hot, there's costumes. They're not great, but there's still a lot of people wearing costumes. I'm like, yeah, what a missed opportunity. Just yeah. fucking set it on Halloween. I fucking agree. weird. Fucking weird, weird. And and my second con is is Tommy's whole fucking subplot with the with, <laughs> with the karate tournament, like. It's funny, like watching back, like him getting fucking cock blocked from from being like a part of the tournament right when his name's called. But I'm honestly, I only like like making fun of it. The actual concept of it is fucking so dumb, so lame. He could have just been there with her at the. That's what I'm saying. The entire yeah. subplot could have just been eliminated. But whatever. Yeah. It's a Power Rangers. 24 minutes. I mean, it's <laughs> you know. Yeah, Whatever. Like, like I said, I think that was kind of like Tommy's, like, again, he's a soft boy. That was like his thing. He always was disappointed and let down and down in his luck Yo. and loses his powers eventually. <laughs> so. But my dude knows how to get a crowd going at Comic-Con, I'll tell you that. <laughs> the real dude, my dude Jason Frank, the Green Ranger, he got, he's, he's hyping oh, everyone up. <laughs> That's right. So yes, yeah, so, so to close out, Dave, do, do you would you would you consider this an essential Halloween watch? Is it a good Halloween watch? I don't want to say essential. I would say you could take it or leave it. I think it is. I think regardless okay. of it not really taking place on Halloween, dude. There's so like, come on. There's so much about this. That is like Halloween centric, like. Oh no, there is, and like I said, it's at take it or leave it. Like I, I don't think you're wrong for, yeah. for wanting to add it to your Halloween playlist. I also could see why you wouldn't. Yeah. So the, the only thing I feel, yeah, me. the only thing I think it's missing is that it all takes place like during the day. So there's like zero yeah. creepy atmosphere. And there's nothing, that's the thing, the show doesn't have, besides, like, like some of the sets, like Rita's, uh -huh. like Rita's headquarters, Zordon's headquarters, like, the actual, like, school settings, mm -hmm. like, the actual, like, yeah. like, the juice bar, like, there's not much atmosphere to it. So, yeah. like, they could, like, really benefit from making it a little more atmospheric or a little, you know what I'm saying? So... I you're right, it's though. Just, There's no night scenes or anything. It nah, all just takes place in the day. It's just so odd. Like, just I, I guess maybe because the time they were going to air it, they were like, it's not really the season 
But still, like, there's so much about this episode yeah. that's Halloween-y. I, I don't, I, I just don't, it's just a weird production choice behind the scenes to make it fucking yeah, whatever. not Halloween, like, not set during Halloween. But, again, I think the fucking pumpkin, the pumpkin rapper's fucking iconic. My dude Ooh. is Halloween. My man, my man is Halloween. And if there's anything you take from this episode... Is that my dude, the pumpkin rapper? He's he's just a fucking man, dude. He's just a man. He he makes this entire episode as corny as the rap is, as corny as some of the shit he does is, and as lame as they fucking like depict him. Like he's not much of a challenge for the ranger. He's still that dude. He's the fucking man, dude. And I would recommend this fucking episode to anyone simply because of the pumpkin oh, yeah. rapper. He's for fucking sure. great. He's fucking great. I love him. He will try to distract you with his clever raps and rhymes. Then he'll wrap his vines around you and destroy you. Is about to happen. So that was Power Rangers Trick or Treat. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover, and be sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Haunted Hangover 31. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is more booze. Later, guys.